0: ben i'm megan and we are
1: expecting twins
0: join us each week
1: as we talk about twin
0: stuff from how our babies are doing to helpful tips everyone can use welcome to the twinning podcast hello and welcome to another episode of the twinning podcast i'm ben
1: and i'm megan
0: and this is, I believe, episode 12.
1: Wow.
0: And today is, what, November 22nd is the day we're recording. This probably will probably be, re- be released on the 23rd. Do you remember where we were last year on the 22nd?
1: I think you showed me your, like, Facebook thing this morning. We were in Prague.
0: We were on our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. We were. I think this morning, a year ago, we ran through Prague. Mm-hmm. And then...
1: uh, Saw the John Lennon Wall.
0: Yeah, saw the John Lennon Wall, which was cool. Yeah. Um, Did a huge hike up that hill for a great view (laughs) that was just blocked by trees. Yeah. And then, I think as I put on Facebook this morning, drank a lot of good beer and ate a lot of bad food.
1: Yeah. That was depressing, too, because we worked out so... I mean, we did that run, and we did that hike, and then we didn't even get to eat good food.
0: Yeah, What the the
1: heck? What's the point of of doing all that work if you can't eat the...
0: That food. Yeah. And, I mean, the food, just to give people an idea. I mean, I'm sure there's people that like it. We're not knocking Czech. Is it Czech? Is that where Prague is? Czechoslovakia. (laughs) Uh, Or the Czech Republic. Not Czechoslovakia. Yeah. But it was just, like, meat in gravy and undercooked bread as dumplings and, it, and like it was a slices of undercooked bread and that's your dumpling yeah. and it was just like it just did not sit well with us
1: no it was bad
0: but the beer was good and yeah. that was cheap the beer was like cheap
1: yeah i'm not a piltner fan though so it didn't really you may have liked the beer but yeah eh, it didn't do it for me
0: but it's funny to think you know a year ago we were out celebrating our honeymoon drinking wine drinking beer Running around mm-hmm. strange European cities, yep, from Prague, Istanbul, uh, Venice, and areas in Tuscany, to now, you're sitting at 32 weeks pregnant with identical twin girls. Yes, kind of crazy how a year can change.
1: Yep, that's true.
0: And I remember sitting there on our honeymoon last year, just talking and thinking, you know, a year from now we might be ready to have our first mm-hmm. child. Yep. We all have two kids. (laughs) So that's kind of exciting. So when we recorded last Thursday, we kind of did a recording, uh, a remote recording sitting in your hospital room. Yep. Because you were admitted a week ago today for preterm labor.
1: Yes, I was.
0: And right now we're sitting at our kitchen table. We are. With you still pregnant, which is good. Yeah. So I'm going to like just walk everyone through what's kind of progressed over the last even five days. So last Thursday, they told us you probably won't be going home. But, you know, everything's looking good. And that's the one. And we don't have the crystal ball. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. But um, as long as everything continues to go well, they're basically to us hinting that you'd be staying in the post or the antipartum area for the next several weeks until you delivered the babies right and the rest of thursday night went well you slept really well because they took the monitors off you Mm -hmm. we woke up friday morning and the doctor's like pretty much telling us hey you might we're gonna send you up to the antipartum area just for the day if everything continues to go well, we might send you home tonight and um so with that it was this uh Kind of a oh, here's our little puppy. Oh
1: my goodness, Priscilla! What's the matter? Do you need help? Oh. Oh, she just
0: looked Megan across the face. <laughs> so with everything that had went on, we uh, it took us I, that took me by surprise because from what I was thinking, we weren't you weren't going home. That's no. kind of what I thought.
1: Yeah.
0: And everything did go well. It was a very boring Friday. Sad, a little bit at times. Scary. Yeah. You know, like seeing the NICU. Yeah. What was the scary part? So they took us on a tour of the NICU because it's pretty inevitable. We're going to have our, our babies are going to at least spend a day, if not more, up there in the NICU. I guess what was the scariest part for you? The or what,
1: incubators. What do you mean? Seeing the babies in the incubators.
0: Mm-hmm. I think. You know what got me was just how tiny some of those babies were. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were just little.
1: They were very little.
0: Yeah. But so what are your other thoughts? I Nothing. mean, cuz you were pretty you were pretty worked up after that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was just it was just hard to see that, you know. You know, you know it's there, but mm-hmm. then to actually see that is
0: And, you know, it's something we've been kind of expecting this whole time. I mean, you've been telling, you've been saying that, that you plan on our babies end up going to the NICU at least for some time. Mm -hmm. But actually seeing it was kind of like a, oof. Yeah. An eye opener. Definitely. But then after that visit, we went back to your hospital room. The doctor came and discharged you. And the advice they gave us basically, because we kept saying, let's just make it to. Um, you kept saying I want to make it to thirty four, at least thirty four weeks, mm-hmm. which then turned to thirty five weeks, <laughs> mm-hmm. then turned thirty six weeks. But they, what did they tell us about goals?
1: Set them small. So, like we were, we left the hospital on Friday, and we were thirty one weeks and five days. So our next big milestone was Sunday. Um, so that was our next goal.
0: Yep. And, and so. Throughout the whole weekend, we just kept saying, "Let's just make it to Sunday." Yep. And after we got home on Saturday, it was a very easy day. Mm-hmm. Nothing t- too exciting happened. No. Nope. Um, they basically did put you on quote unquote bed rest. Yeah. Like you can go modified out bed. modified, yeah, but you can go out. They don't want you walk like shopping or anything no. like that.
1: So no Black Friday shopping for me.
0: Yeah but you can do cyber monday shopping <laughs> for me <laughs> um and then on, so we kind of rewarded ourselves on sunday once we hit our 32 weeks got pedicures and i did even too you so. did and then our new goal became tuesday yep and so with that what did we we did it because we had a big appointment today
1: yeah, so we, they were doing a growth scan today, so we wanted to kind of see how big these babies were.
0: So. Yeah, and we had our stress test. You had the stress test. Yep, and a swab.
1: Well, yeah.
0: She keeps yawning. She's exhausted. <laughs> oh, <I'm>
1: sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, going to. I guess we can just skip forward and go right to the. Um, The growth scan.
1: Do we want to talk about yesterday?
0: Yeah, let's. I'm. Yeah, sorry. I was trying to figure out why we were moving so fast. Mm -hmm. So tell me what happened. Tell me, right around three o'clock, what you did.
1: So, I was working from home. Like I'm working from home for the rest of the pregnancy, and um, Ben was at work, and I was just feeling a lot of like lower pressure, um. So, it it just was different, just felt different than it had before. Where so is that pressure? Like vaginal pressure? Is, is it that? just, oh,
0: so it's right above like your lady parts? Yeah. Is it like, feel? Or, I mean, I need just to explain, I don't know what that pressure, is it like you're bloated? Is it like something's ready to come out through there?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what it felt like yesterday. Okay. TMI everyone, but that's just kind of what it felt like. Um
0: huh. and then you called me.
1: And, well, and I ca- no, I called the do- I called the doctors office first okay. and I was like, "So, this is what I'm feeling. What do we think?" And they're like, "Well, let's just come in and be seen again just to verify that everything's fine. You know, it's probably just baby shifting or something like that." But I'd rather be safe, especially considering baby a is breech and the doctor last week said he felt foot yeah <laughs> so anyways um so i call ben and i'm like by this time i'm like kind of working it up in my head and i start crying and I'm like can you just come home we got to go to the doctor and so he came home and we
0: hold on hold on let's not skip part skip past what reality <laughs> happened there
1: What do you mean?
0: It wasn't just as simple as, oh, I called Ben and he just came over. I got a phone call with you bawling. (laughs) I could barely understand what you said. And all I heard was hanging or coming out or hanging out. So next thing you know, I'm in my head thinking you have a foot or umbilical cord or something hanging out of your hoo-ha. You're standing in our living room (laughs) and I'm like panicking. (laughs) I'm like... And so I'm driving fastest I've ever gotten home. I, in my head, I'm getting more and more worked up, and frankly, I was getting frustrated. I'm like, why didn't she call 911? Why would she not call 911? She should. This should easily be an ambulance reason. If there's a foot hanging out of her, you know what? She should be. <laughs>
1: oh, don't make me laugh. It hurts. Oh.
0: So yeah, that, and so I came home, and here you are, all nonchalantly. Just I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, you're wearing pants. I'd still get worked up about that, I'm like i
1: you just I, didn't listen you were, I couldn't you hear had you you were like, hearing, I
0: couldn't hear you, you were like bawling on the phone, and so i that's what I pictured it was this like a and I guess the doctor had already told us that there's a chance that if your water breaks, the umbilical cord could come out first, which we don't want to happen, right, so I'm guess that's probably dad instinct freaking out, so. Yeah, and then so I, we ended up driving to the hospital.
1: And they did another little check, and I hadn't dilated anymore, which is great. So hadn't dilate, dilated in a week. Yep. Um, so you're
0: still where? Three centimeters?
1: Yep, three centimeters. They sent me home,
0: which was good. I mean, it was a quick trip visit. Yep. And they, I could tell, they did another exam. Um, on you and that's where they could tell you Mm -hmm. it's still three centimeters but you were feeling a little I don't know not embarrassed but I think you felt nervous embarrassed was it that you came in and so I was the one to make sure to point this out to the doctor and I guess what he told you perfectly fine he would rather you come in than not come in right Yeah. What?
1: what's he gonna tell me like don't come in
0: but what did he then say like he wants you to come in if you have anything any if you feel anything different you know I think they reiterated that today you agree?
1: yeah yeah she did
0: I mean it's and I think they'd rather see you there than not see you there what you thinking?
1: nothing just listening to you
0: So that was a little nerve-wracking yesterday.
1: Yes, definitely nerve-wracking.
0: But then it was also a little relieving to know that you're still dilated at three centimeters and nothing more.
1: I would agree with that. And they didn't even see really any contractions on the stress monitor.
0: Yeah, which was good. Yeah. And so they sent you home. You spent another day lounging around the house working.
1: Yeah. And then today we had our 32-week appointment. Um, So we go into the appointment and they hook me up to the monitors like they had me on pretty much all last week. Um, Babies looked good. Babies' heart rates were good. We kind of made a plan that, you know, in the event that I actually did make it to 36 or 37 weeks, the babies will be born on uh, the 23rd of December.
0: (laughs) At 9.30 in the morning.
1: At 9.30 in the morning, <laughs> yeah. Um, and they pretty much told us that, you know, there's still a slight chance that the babies can turn, but the chances she are made, getting
0: she, slimmer. She kept saying, like, scheduled C-section, but then she'd be, like, talking about the scheduled C-section, and then she'd put her arm up to Megan and be like, unless something happens and we can do it, have a vaginal birth. But then everything was all yeah. about the C section.
1: I, I think that's kind of funny too, because like I want, I want a vaginal birth, but like, I at this point it's like the bottom of my worries. I
0: yeah, I just want these babies to be healthy mm-hmm. and you to be healthy. Yeah, and so, and yeah, so it's good that we got it picked out the twenty third of December, which is what? What'd you say? How many days away is that now?
1: 31. Wow.
0: So just over a month, we will for surely be parents to actual humans.
1: Not dogs?
0: Not just stinky, annoying dogs.
1: <laughs> she is really obnoxious today. She just. I didn't give life. her a
0: treat or anything during the recording. <laughs> so then after...
1: Yeah, so after that, we had um, our gross scan which we had been looking forward to because we're like, we just want to see how big these babies are. You know, if we're, we're going to deliver. want to see how big these babies are. And so the whole time I'm thinking, well, the last time one was two pounds, five ounces. One was two pounds, nine ounces. So in my mind, they grow a half a pound a week. That's four weeks ago. I want them to be at least four pounds. Maybe a little high, but I, you know, Four pounds was what I was striving for. So they have a hard time with baby A, just trying to get her...
0: Well, first of all, they've shifted.
1: Yeah, they shifted. So they're both in a breech breech position, whereas before baby A was breech, but baby B was transverse at the top of my belly. So now they're both side by side facing each other, breech.
0: So if we're looking at a clock on you, if I'm looking at the clock... Mm Mm-hmm. Baby A, from my understandings, head is, say, like 2 Mm o'clock, and its butt is at like 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, with its legs crunched up. Yep. And then baby B's head is looking at baby A's head, and their head's at like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Yep. With their butt at 7 o'clock, with their legs crunched up and mixed together. Yep. Separated by a thin membrane.
1: Yep. That's true. So they measure baby A. They finally like were able to measure her because she was just moving all over the place. And I'm like, how big is she? They're like three pounds, two ounces. Seems really small to me. Yeah. I mean, that's only... I mean, she was two pounds, five ounces last time. So that's only nine ounces bigger in four weeks. And I was like, mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. So they go on to measure the second one. And they got they were able to get her measurements a little bit easier. How big is this baby? She's four pounds one ounce. So there's almost a pound difference between the two of them right now. Yeah. Um so I asked how what was the fluid difference? Um and she wouldn't tell us. She still. They never actually did tell us what the fluid difference was between the two. They're like, I want to go talk to the doctors and make sure that things are, you know, make sure I'm seeing things right, you know. And so she goes talking to the doctor. Come, comes back and um, they're like, we want to do a Doppler on the umbilical cord and the brain of one of them.
0: The check to see the the speed or the amount of blood coming th- in and
1: out Yep. so she did that and she went back to the doctor and the doctor comes in a little bit later and they're like so as you can tell there's a bit of a difference between the two babies they're like we can't really call it twin to twin transfusion right now like we don't have enough data to support that um, she's like but it definitely makes us want to step up our game as far as monitoring goes um so going forward um every week we will have a doppler done of the umbilical cord and the brain there some vein or artery in the in the brain um to kind of see how the blood flow is going. And basically they said, you know, we need a couple more weeks worth of data and if things look okay, then we'll let you go. But, you know, if things aren't, then we're in a good place. We can just deliver the babies. You know, we sometimes deliver babies at 34 weeks anyways. So Mm -hmm. um, we can, she said something about feeding them better on the outside than on the inside. But
0: they can control what they eat on the inside or on the outside versus the inside. Yeah. Which to know. you, you're, you're still wanting to keep them in as long as possible, which I am too. But I am I get what she's saying where, you know, if baby, if our little peanut isn't growing as fast as they would like, or if there is like, say they're only getting 70% of what they need, they can give her 100% on the outside. Yeah. And baby B, our chunker, you know, the one that's consuming, they can make sure she gets the exact same too. Yeah. I'm guessing the fluids had to have been all right because they gave us that scale. They go on a 1 to 10 scale with 10 being like absolute freak out in the perinatal world. We're at mm-hmm. a 4. She's like, I'm not not, per- I'm not I'm scared. I'm not freaking out. She's like, we're just curious.
1: Yeah. We did convince them today to give us the second round of steroid shots. Um, mm-hmm. So that was good. So hopefully if something happens like if they see something next week they cuz we're we're scheduled to get those at the end of next week. So hopefully if they see something next week or if the difference is still there or worse, they let us go ahead and get those the second round of steroid shots in yeah. before they deliver those babies.
0: But we've already had one set. So I mean, <laughs> we're already sitting well. Yeah. I feel like and that's still next Tuesday is several more go- small goals away from where we're at today. This is true. And we've also had other discrepancies in the measurements before. So several weeks ago, they were like 8% difference. Mm-hmm. And then the last time they were like a 2% difference. You know, it could be, I think it can be a lot of things. Don't you?
1: I don't know. We'll see. Yeah.
0: And so, yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now.
1: Just kind of around the. Down. And we just kind
0: of learned it, so that's why we're a little somber. Yeah, i I gotta stay optimistic because, again, I mean, it's we're at a great we're at, we're fortunate to be fifteen minutes away from one of the best hospitals in the area, mm-hmm. where we're gonna deliver the kids, where the kids will grow. Yeah, we've seen their NICU. Yes, it was a little intimidating, but they do great things there. I mean, we just got to keep going on the positive. And so, yeah. What else are you thinking?
1: Nothing. I'm just still taking it all in. hmm.
0: Just got to keep thinking positive. And on the plus side, you're not feeling more bad or anything right now, like feeling wise. Mm-mm. No pressure, no, no leakage, no discharge. No. Um, so, yeah, it's been a... It's This comes back to the thing that I learned while you were in the ICU. Somebody told me this, and I don't remember who said it, but they said a stay in the ICU is very much like a roller coaster. You're going to have a lot of ups, but then you're going to get knocked down um, at times. And I feel like since last Tuesday we've been having this absolute roller coaster. So if you go back and forth of since Tuesday. Tuesday like up until Tuesday this pregnancy was perfect, spot on. We were exceeding people's guesses and what they, you know, what people had envisioned for us. Right. Then all of a sudden we're down because you have you're going into preterm labor. But then and you're dilated. Mm-hmm. The 2 centimeters, 3 centimeters, whatever you want to say. But then you know we go a day and everything's fine and they take you off that magnesium. But then it goes down again when you know you get smacked down when you start bleeding after they did a check so they put you back on the magnesium. But then everything's fine they discharge us. Mm-hmm. And then Monday comes and we're in triage again. And then I loved it at triage. Mm-hmm. I was feeling real I was feeling like we're on top of the top of the world when we left. Mm-hmm. Like these babies are fine, she hasn't dilated anymore. We might be able to make it to 35, 36 weeks and then knock down today again. Yeah. I don't know. I say let's just let's just birth these kids right now. No. Throw a couple Wisconsin cheese curds in our little peanut, fatten her up really quickly, and we're right back to <laughs> we're doing well. No. But yeah. So I just think it's this huge roller coaster of a ride. They definitely... When I become president, maybe I'll send this to president-elect. They need to give dads like Xanax or something. Because there's Mm -hmm. nothing we can do to change this. But it just... How
1: do you think I feel? Oh, I know. I I, I think it's... I can't even take Xanax.
0: That's true. They need to figure out something or just some type of... This is just nuts. Or they need to develop that damn crystal ball. I'm sick of them saying, telling me, oh, mm-hmm. we don't have a crystal ball. We don't have this crystal ball. Okay. You guys are all very intelligent. Somebody can come up with this mm-hmm. crystal ball. It's not that hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're taking a picture <laughs> of these babies inside a belly and you can tell me the weight, but you can't tell me what's going to happen in the future. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I just think this has just been very hard on both of us this time. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said earlier, these girls are definitely grounded for the first two years of their life once they're no, born. No,
1: we have to ground them when they can remember
0: it. <laughs> so we'll wait till they're like 12 and 13, but like, guess what?
1: No, like the 16, 17 years. So on their
0: 17th birthday, we're going to be like, oh, girls, guess what? They're going to be like, where's our presents? We're like, oh, we got a present for you. Mm-hmm. You put us through complete hell on your last four weeks of pregnancy mm-hmm. we've decided we're going to ground you for two years yes just so you guys understand what we went through
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. that lady our doctor she's like you know and a lot she could tell that we were both stressed out and she's like you know people often say that it's harder um having was it twins than being pregnant with twins than it is running a marathon or whatever mm-hmm. and i'm like i almost said i'm like this is Hundred times harder than even running doing the Ironman. I'm like, I will sign up for Ironman right now if that makes the rest of this thing easy. <laughs> so, all right, well, let's go celebrate m- reaching yeah. our Tuesday goal.
1: Yeah. No tips today. I don't. I don't feel like I. I have one.
0: Yeah. The small goals are a good tip, and um, I think that'll be good. I think the small goals are great. So until next week, folks, you guys all have a great week. Keep thinking of us and reach out to us on Facebook with your positive messages because we could greatly use that. And if you heard at the beginning of our episode, those were the heartbeats of our babies. All right. Take care. Bye.
1: Bye.